0: Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. Always love having you on the program, Lee Kaplan, the law firm of Price Kaplan, and the Sell class, a, a boutique law firm specializing in business law. Uh, but uh, and we do talk about that sometimes on the program. But I, I love talking to Lee about. What's going on about political policy and politics on all levels of government, uh, international, federal, state, local, you name it. And uh, we always have a very good time. And I think the listener enjoys uh, a really balanced approach. Uh, you're you're really uh, very well worldly and that's very hard to find these days. Everyone kind of lives through these rose-colored glasses that creates a distortion. A well, lot has to do with the fact that they only read stuff they agree with. That's the most dangerous thing a person can do. But you're, you're plus on things in your opinion, do they?
1: Well, I just find that it's, it's uh, easier once in a while to agree with somebody who is not politically aligned with me. And quite frankly, the words I don't know are words that should pass all of our lips more often than they do. There's too much certainty uh in our politics
0: yeah i like that by the way yeah you know, well words of wisdom those are three right there right? i don't know our words of wisdom and we're in a culture where in as weak or ignorant no actually that is wise i don't know oh okay um and so if you have an honest conversation uh before we we'll jump to conclusions I want to talk a little bit about the 2024 elections. There's this weird sense. Uh, you know, I've been involved in politics uh, since 1980, um, and my first election was like came, And there's this weird sense uh, this year that I haven't quite seen before, where there's this sense of foregone conclusion of what it's going to look like. November of 2024, with you know, really weighting against the sense that it could be anything uh, by November 2024. It's really odd. Do you do you have that sense too?
1: I do. We have a very uh, uncertain and dissatisfied electorate. Some of them will turn out, some will not. You know, earlier Trump lost. The first he actually lost the popular vote in both elections, but he lost the second one because enough people were energized to come out for the Democrats right now. That may not be the case, even though I think inflation is down, gas prices are coming down. um, Biden has not done a very good job of selling himself and the, and the democratic party has not developed much young leadership. In the meantime, it's easy for Trump and/or some of his would-be stand-ins to exploit anything that they don't like, and that's uh, uh, there's a lot of uh, ammunition given to them, particularly the border uh, dissatisfaction with the way the war in Gaza is going. Because take Michigan for example, it has a large Arab American population. Those are people who probably voted for Biden the last time. I don't know if they will this time, and that's a critical swing state. You have states like Arizona, which Biden won, and yet the border crisis has probably affected voting there. And if you have people who are not motivated to turn out, then the other side can capitalize on that. A lot of people vote when they're mad. They don't vote when they're satisfied. And uh, Oh, yes. I think Biden is very vulnerable unless he really sells himself forcefully. I keep hearing he's a doddering old fool. I don't think that's true, but uh, he hasn't really changed that narrative, and he's got less than a year to do so.
0: Yeah, and, you know, and, and of course, we could go on forever on the dynamics of particular states, Uh, but, you know, we could add New York. We certainly could add Chicago a list of sanctuary uh, cities, that I wouldn't surprised have changed that uh, because of how bad it's gotten. And it's been ironic to, to watch because often people aren't very intuitive. I hate to say it, um, particularly the political class. Uh, but the, you know, the political class seems to recognize that this problem isn't Republicans up to them yes that's that's kind of how it's perceived but the problem is is an incoherent inconsistent policy when it comes to immigration that one it almost seems like it wants to attract immigration making a sensible policy uh because as you and i both said countries can't can't survive long term without uh immigration uh, but it has to be done in a orderly fashion no joke, conservative love. you know conservative but a liberal that's has been mugged and you're hearing a lot of that out of places like chicago and new york with the immigration problem being exploited up there
1: right well you know i don't understand how the president has never given a speech in which he said here are the seven things or ten things or four things that an immigration policy must have and literally campaigned all over about that because There is a solution. There are things we can do. And when I say we, I mean the country. But for some reason, Ronald Reagan could get things done and Biden cannot. And I don't know if that's a personality issue, if it's just that we're so much more polarized now than we used to be. But uh, for some reason, the president's advisors have not put together an immigration plan and sold it. Maybe it's a little too complicated. Maybe they just don't think people will listen. But I think that's really important. And you can't have Kamala Harris trying to sell it. You need to have the president selling it and all the president's surrogates, not just Kamala Harris, but all kinds of people need to be promoting that and saying it's those people on the other side, the Republicans, who are the the uh, stick in the mud, are the blocking factor. But you can only do that if you have an absolutely clear, simple, easy-to-understand program. It's just like Newt Gingrich's contract with America, which they never really achieved, but they laid it out, and the president hasn't done that, and I don't understand why not. Yeah. I think you're absolutely right. I think
0: they, I think you nailed it with the one word that came out that uh, resonated with me was how polarized we are. The word polarization stuck out when you when you mention mentioned that list. I uh, I think he is in shock in how much trouble he is with his base, uh, because of the the US policy now towards Israel. I think he's shocked, uh, not only in Michigan but It's kind of a no brainer, but large populations like uh, of similar ethnicity in other parts of the country, and frankly, a large liberal, very very white, progressive uh, class that is really kind of an elitist class who um, has, uh, you know, I think, been allies. In this uh, war against Israel, frankly, um, I think it's a very difficult situation. we are so polarized, and it seems to be so equal demographically the polarization that uh, you know it's, it's a mindful for anyone
1: and there's a feeling that the deck is stacked, and that probably helps the Republicans when when we have as much gerrymandering as we have now in the u.s congress we are not developing leaders we're developing ideologues and leaving aside the senate which of course is not really subject to redistricting but looking at the house there's so few seats that turn over and until there's a national will to have districts that are composed that are geographically compact and composed of people with different ideas we're not going to fix that problem. We're just not developing leaders out of Congress. We instead have people who are extreme left or extreme right, and that is bad for the country.
0: Absolutely. Very, very bad. And I don't see that improving anytime soon. And I think you're right about it being more damaging uh, to the uh, Democrats, at least these days. That could change, though, as you all well know, we talked about before, overnight practically.
1: That's right. Well, we still have 11 months before this, before we know what's going to happen and we may not know election night, but it will take a crisis of some sort, a national emergency for people to rally around this president. I think Biden has a lot more backbone and savvy than people give him credit for, but he hadn't shown it. And until that happens, I think the Republicans have a real good chance of winning the presidency and dictating what happens next. And if anybody doubts the importance of that, they only have to look at the United States Supreme Court to know how relevant the president is to domestic issues and not just international issues. No
0: doubt about it with that. uh, Final thoughts, wrap it up.
1: I would say if I were a Republican a uh, strategist i would say try to get trump to tone it down which may be impossible but keep doing what you're doing if i were a democratic strategist and of course i'm not i would tell the president to be more forceful to get out there and have a program on immigration and to forcefully tell people why you think ukraine and israel need your support
0: Very good points to end on. Very glad to have you on the program. Lee Kaplan, Spicer Kaplan, and Veselka, FKD.com. Thanks so much, sir. Thank you. Look forward to chatting in the new year, and happy new year to you. I'm Kevin Price. This is The Price of Business.